everybody. Welcome to episode 114 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Elberton, and who, who? What are we doing? I don't. I don't know where I am. How did I get here? Mm. Who, who's with me tonight? I don't know. I I got a strange tattoo on my chest that says 23, but you can call me Adam. Michael 50 Hughes. It's a Roman numeral joke. You know why didn't we do this episode last week? And did this I episode? thought that I thought that last week when he introduced it, I'm like, oh man, we should have done that next week. <laughs> Oh, well, or, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? You know, that, that didn't even dawn on me till just now. <laughs> like, I, mean, I wrote the whole schedule up, you know, months ago. Didn't dawn on me once how close these were. And all of them like, why wasn't this 113? Not 114. <laughs> why? Oh. What are we playing this week? We're playing a game that I picked because I hate myself. Um, we are playing. God, who the hell even made this? Southern South End Interactive, Ubisoft Paris, Ubisoft Published. Uh, 13 to 2003 video game based on a comic I just found out about two days ago. Oh, I played Final Fantasy 13. You might have had a better time, but I'm not. <laughs> 13 is a good game. It just it's a different game. It takes a while, but we're we're not we're not here to talk about FF 13. I will oh, if you want to. You said 13. I thought you were talking about this one. I, I mean, <laughs> no. I will if I'm with you gladly, but I don't know if I'm ready for that someday. So, <laughs> just so we are playing 13, my pick, because I remember playing this back in the day and I never finished it. And I'm like, I want to go back and beat this game. Now I just want to go back and slap younger Mike for thinking that thought. Like, no, 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 leave it. Leave it in your memory. No, oh, me and younger Mike have a lot of issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I still, I like part, I mean, things about this game are amazing to me still. And I have some most fun, but there are parts of this game that maybe I thought I was going to rage quit and just be done with this game. Hey, that's what I did. How about you, Adam? Uh, I still enjoy it. It's one of the only games I can say on here that, besides some like AAA titles that we've played, that I've gone back and played, and afterwards I'm like, yeah, I still like it. It aged well, but it, I mean, it doesn't age great compared to like you know modern day first person shooters. But it aged well enough that I could play it and still had a lot of fun with it. Oh, Adam, do you want to say where people might know you from? Because I was going to say, I didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, at this point, I think people might just know me from games my mom found. But <laughs> <laughs> there's also another very amazing podcast out there called Talk Games Chew Bubblegum that, you know, I, I happen to be prominently featured on. <laughs> so that might be a little bias there. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so have to go check them out. So I want to always give a shout out to the podcast that people are on when they I have podcast hosts on. Thank you. And I appreciate that. But then we were just so we just couldn't wait to talk about 13. Mm-hmm. So for those that don't know, this is a first person action stealth game. Mostly stealth should be only stealth because you can't take a hit. But a first person shooter with a lot of stealth that as a comic as is cell shaded when cell shaded wasn't really as I guess as most of a common thing. Yeah. Quoting the YouTuber I was watching last night. It's definitely most known for its art style, I would say. The art style's great. Yeah. yeah. I love, I mean, it. no matter how many people I shot in the head throughout this game with a with a crossbow or a throwing knife, I never got tired of three panels popping up as they died. And I mean, I, I saw it over a hundred times. I still smiled every single time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it just so great. And the, the little, like when they die, just like a no or ah, you know, like a little <laughs> automatopoeia. Not only is it visually just cool, but it also is like, all right, I shot him a bunch. I know he's dead now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, that's great. And I, I, I love how... And even when you kill someone in the in the in the room, they're in the different room. They don't hear the scream of death of the bullet that shot in his head. They're like, "Oh, I wonder what happened to John over there." Huh? Who knows? I killed guys in the same hallway and they didn't react. Yeah, they're very <laughs> the way that the alert mechanic works. 
is, is very like they have to be looking at each other or things or they won't realize it. And I also found out if you're crouching and they look at you and the question mark pops above their head and they see you and you just they don't le- they don't move right away. They, they stand still for about two seconds. So you can launch a crossbow bolt right through their face while they're staring at you before they run off. <laughs> Which is a I tactic did that, all that I used. I was gonna say, yeah. Once I figured that out, it was a kind of a tactic I used for the side yeah. missions. It's hard to believe that the remake somehow has dumber AI. From what I've heard, <laughs> it's just as bad as it is in this. Somehow it's worse. Dumber yeah. AI and just full of glitches and, and mm-hmm. bugs, and which is sad because if it was a good version, I would have definitely played through that. Well, I really want to play it now. It looks great to me. <laughs> dumb AI. Really- and I saw how much damage you don't take when you get shot. Oh, I wasn't. I was like, oh, I want to play this bad game. Can and I'm not getting hundred percent. I want to play it. You do that. I like bad games, and I cannot <laughs> lie. I mean, look at the show. So. <laughs> oh, as we said in last episode, I just remembered we will give out a code for thirteen classic, but we're going to do it in the episode about midway through. I will read off the code at some point. <laughs> so you can listen to the episode. It's like a first come first serve thing. Oh, last time we did it, we did a giveaway. My co-host over here <laughs> took it because it was there for like a week. So before yeah. I was a co-host. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, if you're interested, you know what? Some just take it. Someone might have not even bothered. So yeah, that's yeah. what I got to say. It's worth okay. It. I just want to get that out there before I forgot because I forgot. So thirteen. <laughs> this game has. I, I also learned, like the reason why this game grabbed me is because I love this type of story. The story starts off. I think you want to start off you waking up on a beach, not knowing who you are. He, he's has amnesia. Somebody, some hot, you know, someone from Baywatch rescues him. One hundred percent of Baywatch. That's what it reminded me of. She's a lifeguard. The red swimsuit and everything. Yeah, yeah. And so she rescues him. And I think it's pretty early on that you find out, or at least in, maybe the opening cutscene where you see the Kennedy getting shot. I mean, sorry, not Kennedy, but it, it is Kennedy. It's someone in a, a president gets killed, assassinated by a guy in a roof, or you know, in a hotel or book. Uh, maybe a used bookstore, but you know, it wasn't really him that shot the bullet. But and you get shot with a sniper rifle, three shots, and they and then you're being and it was and they think it was you who did the murder because someone yeah. took a home video camera and caught you on it. Yeah, it was like a clever set ruse where you like your character walks into this room and the blind goes up and you're looking through a telescope, which is made to look like a sniper scope. President goes down. Then yeah, you're framed for the said murder. Except I'm pretty sure 13 actually did do it in this story, in this story. Just not your 13. Yeah. Oh, there will be spoilers for 13, by the way, I should say that now. I don't know if anyone gives a shit from a game that came out in 2003. That's based on a comic book that came out in 1984. But so, but I should say it anyway. Okay. It's out. Because <laughs> we're, we're gonna say things, so that's why I like this game. The story is what always grabbed me. I wanted to know what happened because I never got a I never got a chance to finish it because younger Mike could have not beaten this game. Yeah, I'm trying to find a uh, some versions of the comics because it goes further into the story. I can help. And, well, thank you. And you know, when we get to it eventually, it's still bothering me after all these years of something. Yeah, I. That's why I'm reading the comic. <laughs> exactly. We'll, we'll get there later, but yeah, I definitely want to talk about that. But I mean, even like in the way this game starts off, it grabbed me completely. Like, I, I love the style. I love the fact that you have this mystery story of you just have a tattoo on you. You don't know what's going on. And they kill the lifeguard like immediately. They just gun her down. Mm-hmm. And you get throwing knives to start the game. So any game that lets me start with throwing knives. I mean, I'm, I'm in for fun, I guess. Yeah. And the throwing knives and um, shards of glass are the two things that no matter like what other weapons I had in my inventory, I'm like, I need these. I want to see like, like you said that. What's that? What are you talking about? 
So in the game, like you can break glass or there'll be glass littered around and you can pick it up and use it like a mm-hmm. throwing star. Yep. And it acts just like um, uh, the throwing knives. Ever did that. Yeah. yeah. So you get that awesome little three panel thing and trying to arc it. So you feel like a badass. Yeah, I can't believe how much fun that that little scene that pop up was. <laughs> it really was. So, I mean, it, so it's just a very, and I mean that that style sticks throughout the entire game, and the game just really like fluctuates. Like even early in the first in the first mission with the beach, I forget if you get arrested on the beach or no. He finds out he has a key on him for a safety deposit box, some bank. So then you go to a bank, and then I like how this mission's a little different because it's like don't kill anybody who works for the bank. Like they tell you immediately. Don't mess, like, you can't kill anyone. And if you kill anyone, it fails. So you're just sneaking around. You're not even sneaking around, you just walk around the bank at first, and you get to grab chairs and smack people over the, over the head with chairs. Yeah, I was just say, that's where the best part of this game comes in, is the improvised weapons. There's chairs and ashtrays and... Uh, Rooms, shovels. Yeah, pretty much anything you see lying around, you can pick up and swing at someone, and it's it's always satisfying to crack a chair over someone's face. It really is. I... It doesn't get old. I prefer the old-fashioned judo chop. <laughs> it's pretty good, too. Yeah, I could not stop. Like, Smashing Chairs is great because the screen flashes and, like, blue-white, like, big, vibrant colors, and then, like, Smash comes across. But mm-hmm. You, you know, toss away the, the leftover piece. But I could not stop yelling judo chop. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was, I was kind of the same way as you, Adam. Instead of pulling out the throwing knives, no matter what weapon I had, if I saw a chair, I'd run over and pick it up just to crack it on someone's head. Uh, I only did in some part. I would. Sh- I love shooting people in this in this game, though. Well, I mean, in some cases, the chairs are stronger than some of the weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I but oh, man, when I had that crossbow and I got to headshot people, like oh, I have I have never had mo- that was my one of my favorite weapons in any game was the crossbow in this game. Crossbow, we'll, we'll the harpoon it. gun as well. I didn't use the harpoon gun very much though. Oh, it's surprising. It, it's crossbow. Yeah, I I don't know. I just I, I had it. I just didn't I just didn't use it because I guess that we'll get there later. But that part gave me issues. <laughs> I was getting angry at the game again. Yeah, yeah. yeah that uh, that was almost immediate. So the first couple levels, you take way too much damage of this. It kind of reminded me of Metroid Fusion, where every little hit huh. does like a dozen damage to you of your 100 points. It's so- they can feel part. So I'm like, well, what? that's fine. I'll just look up action replay codes for, for infinite health. And apparently there's <laughs> something in the game's code where each individual map has a different value for the health. So you would need a code for each level to be able to have infinite health. So I ended up playing the uh, the PAL version. And my game was not in English. <laughs> so you guys can talk all you want about the story. I pick, picked out a few Spanish words here and there, but I have <laughs> no idea what was going on. So oh, you just heard, Senor, Senor, vamonos, vamonos. So, so my game is actually called Trace, not thirteen. <laughs> but you know, you had a more enjoyable time though, because you didn't die. I did, yes, because I did have infinite health. Because some um, some reason that works better for the PAL version. Yeah, he's so not I wrong. Played- I tried, and I tried to look up cheats, and I could not get them to work. Yeah, so I played this on PC, and I know it came out like sort a of. year later. Um, I, I bought it on Steam, and uh, I didn't have too much of a problem with that. I guess maybe I played too many first-person shooters, but I was were just jumping not, and shooting. Were they not doing a ton of damage to you when they hit you? Oh, they did, but I was always running and taking cover. And okay, I mean, I feel like I was, but God, did I take a lot of damage when they would hit me? And something I felt like, and I, because I was playing with save state, so I could really like manipulate how you're hitting me, 
And even when I did that, it still felt like they were doing tons of damage to me. And like, I couldn't get out of it sometimes. And we're coming. This is from being in cover and timing when I came out of cover. I gotcha. It was weird. It, it was one of the harder games I played in a while. Because mm-hmm. with sure. save state, you know, you can you can manipulate everything. You can kind of see, OK, if I go left or if I know he's going to be there and I do this, well, I still get hurt and I would still get hurt. Yeah. Some of their like I was getting pelted with shotguns from sniper range. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right. All right. Good on you. You know, yeah, that's that's this game, though, sometimes. Uh-huh. It is that early 2000s curse. 2003, and man, does it feel like it. Yeah, 13, uh, 2003 is being added to the list of 2002. <laughs> <laughs> We've only played one game from 2003 so far, so we'll see. But if this keeps up, I'm going to be making making my jokes about that year, too. Because <laughs> it, it has some issues. Like, I, I, I like the fact that this game feels like you're supposed to be stealth most of the time. I'm 100% okay with that. But there are so many points in this game when you can't be stealth. And the way I got ripped apart when I wasn't in stealth, when I had to be shooting people, it, it was just too much damage too quickly. And it really bothered me, like a lot. So it, it that was one of my problems with the game. Like, as much fun as I was having, but when I have to go toe to toe and gunning people because there was no stealth because they already know you're there, you just get I would just get murdered so badly. I'm like, this isn't fun. So that that if if you're taking less damage, I would enjoy the game a lot more. Fair I enough. still wasn't taking damage, and I still wasn't having. I still wasn't enjoying it. So take that for what it's worth. I don't know. I, the locales though are so interesting. Like we were talking about the bank, and then the bank gets you know gets blown up, and you're running around. And then you have the next place you're, you're you get arrested. I mean, I, you get arrested yeah. twice in this game. Where you get captured, and you end up in the FBI headquarters, and you're sneaking around there, and then you're going through vents. I was really really enjoying this game when, in those parts. It does definitely capture that spy espionage thriller. James Bond kind of feel. And we would be amiss to say if we didn't mention that the the voice, the main voice of 13, the guy you're playing as, is uh, David <laughs> Dukovi of X-Files. Which meant nothing to me. Nothing compared to Adam West in this game. Yep. <laughs> I have no, like, I know Adam West is, of course, but I have no, like, I, I don't like the old Batman shows. I have no association. Like, it didn't matter to me at all. It's gone so far where I don't really remember him as batman anymore but i remember him as the mayor of quahog yeah and for some reason it still works (laughs) in 13 him as a like a colonel where i'm just like i still can only see now the mayor of quahog adam west and it's fantastic (laughs) it it did work like it i I did enjoy adam west on there and i enjoy the whole story how as as the game progresses you know early on fbi headquarters you find out you're the murderer he finds out he's the murderer and they start piecing things together, and that's when other people start helping you, too. Adam West gets involved. Jones, which is this woman that rescues you throughout the game and kind of, like, is working with you to help you piece together your memory because they figure out you remember shit. He starts getting, like, memory here and there. He'll, scenes will remind him of who he was. Yes, like little flashback black and white scenes. Oh, there's, oh, those are cool where you see things and you're just kind of there, but you can only move a little bit. Like, oh, it is. It's very well done. I'm a big uh, Even though this game made me angry, I was still a big fan of it for the most part. But it made me angry. See, it, what's really weird, and I had to keep reminding myself that it was a spy game. Like, you are a secret agent. I eventually started growing tired of the stealth sections. I was like, ah, another stealth section. Like, I get it. But it's it's really weird saying that you, that's what y'all love the most. And near the end of the game, that's what I started hating the most. I loved them the most because one, I was playing with save state. So the moment they'd yell, alert! And if I didn't get my arrow in their head fast enough, I hit a button and none of it mattered and I just did differently. So that was part of it. 
that made me enjoy this game more is that I could really like play around with how I was doing it. Yeah, the checkpoint system in it is oh, uh, few abysmal. and far between. <laughs> and I would be playing like for 10 minutes and then like an alarm would go off. And the next thing I know, like I had to redo 10 yeah. minutes of the game. I'm like, you're back was... at the start of the stage. Like, yeah, that's a little overkill there. Yeah, that's that was one of my problems too. like the couple. There were a couple times I had to do that just because the game would glitch out or something. I didn't have a choice. But that really bothered me too. That it that it had that in there where you had to like checkpoint again. It's 2003, so checkpoints weren't as friendly as they are nowadays. I mean, nowadays they're ridiculous, but it's great. And when you when you die or when alarm goes off or whatever, you fail a mission, and it's not just pops you into a, a load and puts you right back. No, it pop, pulls <laughs> up the menu. You have to go to retry. It's like, are you sure you're going to lose all your unsaved progress? I'm like, I just died. Like, what progress? Take me back to where I was. Are you sure you want to lose that died progress there, Mike? I mean, you might want to just <laughs> yeah, hold on that screen for a while. Hang away for the, the long-ass load times. And, ugh. <laughs> like, even even cheating, I still wasn't having fun. It's, it's Robotech all over again. Oh! oh. Yeah. yeah. How, how can you say that? I'm, I'm going to put this on record, Mike. So far this season, you picked one good game. I'll give you Illusion of Gaia, but Metal Gear Solid 3 is like the only thing I've really had fun with so far. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I was getting stuff out of that was in like stuff that I just wanted to do in the show, and then I got the ability to do it. Yeah, thanks a Bad lot, young happened. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I remember liking this game when I was younger. <laughs> that was like the first thing I told Mike when, uh, well, actually, I think maybe both of y'all, when I volunteered to do this episode. I was like, great. I have fond memories of this game. <laughs> Why not go ahead and ruin it for me? <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I my memories are still fond of this game because I got crossbows and the story is just fantastic for me. Like I just I was eating up the story just and I loved each moment as you go like the roof. I mean, after the FBI headquarters are running around on a rooftop, you have to use this stupid little gadget <laughs> that I don't really care for. But other than that, the, uh, the fishing reel ga- grappling hook. Yeah, it's stupid. Shoot out a grapple, and then you have a separate remote that controls it, and it like spools up like a fishing reel. But you can switch to a gun, shoot people, but then you have to switch back to your remote control in order to lower rate. You can switch weapons while on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah you have well, to I'll, the one hand weapons. I'll be damned. No, I just oh well, it's okay. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't wonder why. I'm like, well, maybe he shouldn't be zooming in on a sniper rifle while he's hanging on a rope, swinging back and forth. But you know what? Fine, I'm okay with it. I don't need logic in my video games. Not this one. Yeah, no, I, I, I would shoot people on the on the rope a lot. Didn't always end well, but I would do it anyway. Also, the crossbow has a delay in this game. Like, if you're really far away, the crossbow is not instantaneous. Oh, no. Which and I'm like, cool I, yeah. And like, I, I love those like long distance sniper shooting. So like aiming like three feet ahead and hitting it. And then it zooms out and you're like, all right, did I hit? Did I hit? And then doom, doom, doom comes up. And you're like, yes, <laughs> I never got tired of it. No. Yeah. And then like uh, the other one is when you're shooting people off ledges or something like that. And you see that like little panel of them like falling and bouncing off stuff. The whole comic book feel that they did with this game just fits so well. And they did it perfectly. Um, even like when you're starting um, a new level and it's got like eight like, little panels and it's flashing between them and something's going on in between it. Like it just always felt great. Yeah, I think the it was the next level that really grabbed me, though, that made me kind of get... Because this one like, the first real stealth level in the game when you go to the... the it's called Emerald Base or something, I think, here. Emerald Military Base. And, you like, you have to sneak around. Like, I think 
I didn't do it at this point, but that's when I really was starting to learn how the game plays. Like, at first, I was sneaking around. I was, I was seeing people. They were shooting at me. I just murdered them. But then it was later on when I learned I can crouch with the crossbow. And if as long even if they yell, alert, as long as they don't get to a button before you put a crossbow through their head, everything's fine. <laughs> I would just let them go, alert. And you just hear that. They would just die in the middle of alert, and it would just cut off immediately. It was great. So great. I was so happy. Yeah, this stage wasn't bad, because this is where you're going around destroying the four generators, right? Yeah, to yeah. unelectrify the ladder you can climb up. Yeah, that wasn't bad. Like, it took me a minute to realize that it had blinking lights outside of all the buildings that had the generators on it. Because I was just wandering around, like, where do I go? Which happened a little too often in this. Yeah, you can get confused, and it does that. The canyon was the worst offender, though, but we'll get to that. <sighs> yeah, that the next ladder. Time, I was going to say, that ladder. I was playing on headphones and <laughs> just destroyed me. Like I got close to it and I had to like just mute the game until I figured out how to turn off that ladder. It was the only time I ever had like a really bad audio issue in the game. And I was just and it wasn't even an audio issue. That's what it was programmed to do. But God, I couldn't hear anything. It was <laughs> poor, poor ear canals. Uh, yeah, no, it's not nice. That that was annoying. Like I turned off. I well. Okay, I played most of this game with headphones on because I really enjoyed all the sounds of this game. Like, I was so into it, which is just weird to me because I don't always get into, you know, as anyone listens to the show, I like podcasts and other stuff on when I play a game. But this game, like, I wanted to hear the sound effects. I wanted to hear the music. I wanted to hear the tap, 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 tap as people walking around. <laughs> the music. Speaking so, of the tap, 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 that was pretty cool. You yeah, can but... stand in place for a couple seconds and it activates your sixth sense. And you can, like, see where people are walking. It yeah. usually works unless you aren't paying enough attention and you go, oh, he went that way, he turned around the corner, he's looking right at you. I'm like, yeah, that happened. But <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, still good. I don't even remember. Like, the lake was a little annoying. I know when I had, I had asked people about this game, some people complained about the lake. Because you go to, like, you, you go to some lake to meet up with. I didn't catch this in the game, but after reading the comic, I know in the comic you're supposed to go meet, you're meeting Roland's wife. I don't remember if they say that in the game who you're going to the lake to meet. Yeah, I think her name was Amy or something like that. She was the lady in blue dress. Okay, I guess I wasn't paying enough attention because I don't remember any of that. Yeah, like there's even a flashback where she was like, I hit a weapon in this chest. Oh, yeah. And I, then a rocket comes and destroys her. <laughs> she doesn't die. But I had forgotten, like I had forgot that happened. And then I was, I played through the entire area where you're at this cabin fighting off people. The helicopter comes and I'm trying to shoot my little stupid little gun I have, the hunting rifle. I'm like, this doesn't work. I'm like, oh, yeah. And I opened up the chest and grabbed the huge machine gun and took and took him out. Oh, I didn't do that. <laughs> Are you just in one place and shot? No, I had infinite health and infinite ammo, so I just kind of ran out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I do want to say that, that because this is the only level where you get the hunting rifle. That hunting rifle has two shots. Was a, I had a blast with that gun. Like I was so happy just taking people out. I think yeah. I still had my revolver here. And when with infinite ammo, it didn't have to reload, so I just kept hitting fan the hammer and it was basically firing <laughs> as fast as I could hit the button. That's the way to play. I was going to say that. Now that sounds awesome because the revolver was like one of my favorite weapons. Because oh, yeah, it great. was besides like the crossbow and like other guns, that was a guaranteed like headshot. Death. It's a. It's also a, it's a good long range weapon too. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of games where the handgun is a better long range weapon than you than you think it should be. Yeah, I've noticed. Yeah, because the bullet spray on the machine guns is just. Whew. Oh man, there's a minigun. That would have been fun. I don't know if I got the minigun ever. Brian's on this on this level, according huh. to this walker. Okay, I can see. I can see there being hidden th- stuff. I mean, 
I mean, you can get, you also can get a you can get a vest you can wear. You get a little helmet that gives you protection. If they shoot you in the head, I guess it didn't really work out very well. I mean, I still get ripped apart, but yeah. you get it. It was cool. Like, oh, cool. It's made of tinfoil, but it's a nice hat. <laughs> it didn't feel like that. I mean, like I said, you take so much damage in this game that and all and this, even that whole like cabin standoff was pretty damn cool to me. I was in. I was into it, even though I died a couple times and had to load up my save state, but. I'm still into it. And then you get arrested. You get captured again and you get taken to an asylum, I guess, is what happened. I don't remember yeah. exactly, but that's what yeah, the guy I think did. that's where it is. Yeah. It... OK, this. No, this no, is... there's an avalanche. There's an avalanche. Oh, that happens. That yeah. And you get buried in ice and then I? the mongoose or whatever comes up and it's like, yeah, take him. Fuck the mongoose. OK, that that old bald headed asshole is I, if I when I make a when we make a list of top worst bosses, I got to remember he's. <laughs> He's up there, huh? <sighs> yeah, that. Mm, but we'll get there. But okay, that like when you wake up in that asylum, and you had the guy next to you just going crazy, like I'm ready for duty, sir, or whatever the hell he's saying. Like that was mm. that amused me. It, it's it's definitely interesting when they come in and start interrogating you, kind of, and the guy next to you is kind of going, you know, just like you, you know, you can tell you've been experimenting on. Yeah, yeah, he's seen some stuff. I like that. <laughs> I this part was kind of fun when you're sneaking around the penitentiary, uh, the whole asylum, and you're just kind of like trying to escape, and then there you fight. I think this is when you fight the first, because throughout the game, as you know, you have the tattoo 13, you find out that you're all part of a league of assassins, and that everyone has a number, and you start trying to assassinate people to have these numbers, and you're working your way towards number one. There's 20 in in total. Oh, okay. You only fight ones before you, don't you, in this game, I want to say? You only fight what? The, everyone that you're killing is numbers that are lower than your number. I if can't I, remember. I mean, I wasn't paying that much attention. I just know that, oh, great, they have a health bar, and I'd get upset real fast. <laughs> Yeah, they're bullet sponges. Oh, and that's the problem. Like this game wasn't they were the most unbalanced part of this game because everything is this game feel like it was made to be stealthy where you take a lot of you take a lot of damage very quickly. You can kill people usually pretty quickly as long as you're smart about it, you get a headshot. But when you fight bosses, you would just have to tank them and feed yourself health kits. So it was not fun. Yeah, and this guy drugs you. <laughs> it hits you. Everything will be all confused and you can't do anything right away. And it was not cool. I was not just like, like really like the only time that you get that kind of like mechanic. Did you play any of the multiplayer? <laughs> no. Oh, so any multiplayer that has bots in it where I can just play offline and just go in and, and play against bots automatically. I love it's my favorite thing. Mm. Just mainly because the bots can't troll me. In the oh, just have bots? Yeah. I would have liked that as a kid. Yeah. It, fantastic. But you get flashbangs in the, um, uh, in multiplayer, and I don't ever remember getting flashbangs in in single player. I and yeah, and it's really cool because one of the things I love is, is the sound design. So if a rocket goes off really close to you, you're you're mopping and and you know like you're deaf for a while. And same with the flashbangs; they are bright and leave you stunned. And the next thing you know, if you get hit with a flashbang in multiplayer, you're pretty much dead. That's cool. Okay, I. I would really like. I mean, I actually thought I owned. I mean, I own this game on Steam, but I was looking at my library while we've been talking. I don't even see this game on my shelf. I'm curious. I know I had it as a kid. I wonder if I. Huh. I don't know. You just made me think about that, and now I'm like, huh. I wish I would have played this when I was younger. <laughs> I would have really liked multiplayer bots. So that's why I love Perfect Dark for so long. Yeah. Because Perfect Dark and Dime Splitters. Good stuff. I mean, it just makes games better. So. Okay. That is cool. No, like, I know there was a part within the asylum that kind of bugged me a little bit. Like, there's a. 
because there's as you're getting to the boss, he locks up one of his nurses or patient or you know assistants in a room with um someone that's you know tied up or someone that's a you know patient here, and it's just it kind of had like that whole like rapey vibe, which I didn't really care for, but it is 2003, so I'm like, eh. I mean, nothing happens. You just rescue her. It's like, oh, thank you, and then she just helps you get out of there. This is where she's like, oh, take me as a hostage. You can take her as a hostage and just shoot every guard in the head, and they won't shoot you because you have a hostage. I'm like, I just killed four of your friends. You're like, oh, it's fine. Just, you know, we're just gonna stand here and stare at you. <laughs> You think they would have started shooting when I started shooting, but nope. They just let, they just let me kill everyone. One by one, I'd kill them all. It, oh, well, I completely blanked on what I was going to say. Awesome. Continue. Okay. Then you get in the ambulance and you run away. And I, I, I liked how they had like the staff. Like you weren't, if you kill anyone, like that was a scientist or someone that isn't part of the evil people or like an FBI, or if you kill like soldiers later on for the U.S. military, the game just ends because you're not a villain. You're, you know, you're supposed to be. So I, I thought that was really cool, even though it was annoying, but cool. Oh, the hostage mechanic. Yes. Yeah, that was it. I wish you would do that a little bit more often. You do it twice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I really enjoyed it because like, it's one of the more realistic um, hostage mechanics I've ever taken. Where like, if you're looking at them, they don't shoot you. But as soon as you turn like a little bit and they can get a good shot on you, that's when they start peppering you. I was like, huh, it's really cool. Well, you put a bullet in their head, they don't do nothing. Uh, oh. Except the first time when you have to do it and you can't shoot the guards. In the bank, well, you so you're, mm-hmm. yeah, you're just walking backwards. I'm like, okay, well, where, where am I supposed to go? So I walk all the way back to the, the hallway dead ends. So there's nothing there. I'm like, well, what the hell? So I had to die several times, hit retry, say yes, wait for the loading, get back into where I was, take the hostage, and the, this alarm's blaring nonstop during all of this. And like, apparently, there's a door halfway down the hallway that you use the card key on. This is just. Of course, it's 2003, so it's just a texture on the wall or whatever. So, uh, <laughs> I, I had, I think I had to walk, look up a walkthrough to, to figure out where it was. Well, I was talking to you about that, and you were getting irritated. I'm like, it's on the, it's over here. And you're, yeah, and it's like the second mission. I was already pissed. I'm like, this is not going to be good <laughs> for me. I, I grabbed the hostage. I hit the wrong button. I choked her out, threw her on the ground, <laughs> and I ran my ass past the guards and found the door and hit the thing and got out. Yeah, that's probably a better way to do it. It was funny because I'm like, oh, shit, shit. They just started unloading on me. and I'm just running for my life. I did do that several times to her. Uh, hit the wrong button. <laughs> She's just laying on the ground like, well, <laughs> shit. Choked her out real fast. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, though. That That is a very cool system, though. The, the hostage. I mean, I can't remember playing a lot of games with hostages. I just can't think of any at the moment. But I did enjoy it. Like, I had no problem with it. Yeah, I guess, like, the only other ones I can think of are just really big like third person shooters and yeah as soon as you take a hostage they're still shooting at you and yeah. you're like oh now my bullet shield's dead good <laughs> job guys yeah i i didn't like the next level the grand canyon valley when you're trying to like sneak into the the military base i did not enjoy this level at, at all this was pissing me off yeah it's just a maze of a level it's platforms that go up to different levels and there's only like two or three rooms quote unquote but I, yeah, I was going around in circles before I realized that I'm supposed to turn right here instead of left. Well, this also introduces rocket launchers, and in this game where you take a lot of damage, rocket launchers are terrible. Oh, he hit it, he threw it, he shot it 20 feet away from me, I'm still dead anyway. Like, it just, <laughs> I had to, like, save state, pop out, nowhere, you know, line up the cursor right where the guy was going to be, shoot him immediately so he didn't get the rocket off, and if he did, just run. It was... Because, again, with safety, I can test different things. I can test how this is going to work if I do it this way, if I do it that way. So I would do that to test things if I didn't like the outcome of how much health I took. And it, it taught me a lot about how this game is. Like, you have to... It's a, like I, If you were going to play this game legit, it would be all about memory. Like, oh, I know there's three guys coming down here. This is what I have to do. Otherwise, you will not succeed in this game. And I, I don't know if that was a 2003, 2002 type thing, the era. 
or just a bad game design. You're like Nicolas Cage's character in Next, where he can see two minutes into the future. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good movie, by the way. Also good. like you're also like Nicolas Cage in the movie Face Off in a way too. <laughs> <laughs> you don't when you don't find that out yet though, I don't think. No, no. That there's some weird shit in this game. That that's what's so much cool about it. Like the story is so interesting. And you go to a military the military base was I think that's where you quit, right, Mike? Uh yeah, I think so. That's what right is? after this, you get to a military base. This is one of my I really enjoyed this part because this is, well, you couldn't hear it because they were probably going, you know, senor, senor. That's all I know. Vamanos. But you have to, they tell you to hide the bodies. If you don't hide the bodies, which all you do is just pick them up and drag them somewhere and throw them in a pile, which I did multiple times in this game. The guards will spawn and they'll walk by and see the bodies and yell, alert! And the game ends. Mm-hmm. Well, you're skipping over the swimming through the sewer part at the start of this level. Oh, okay. That's because my guy's not showing that. <laughs> you gotta... Swim through on your very limited oxygen meter and trying to figure out which pipes to go down. So I would go down the first pipe. You have to use your grapple hook to go up and hit a switch to open up the next grate. But you got to avoid the guards because you can't be seen. And then I would go back down. And every time, I think like 100% of the time that I was trying to do this stupid level, I went back towards the beginning instead of the way I was supposed to go. <laughs> which is on me that's totally on me but it was still annoying yeah i i like that part i forgot about the sewer part but i enjoyed it yeah i thought no matter yeah no matter how optimal of a route you know you took underneath there you had like two three seconds before you had to come up for air and it it i'm one of those people that holds their breath underneath water <laughs> levels to see how well it does and i'm like no all right yep yep this is about perfect timing <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can't go too long usually but I, I enjoy that. You also don't have to kill people. Like, I would go up there and i kill everyone just because I, I love shooting people with a crossbow. But you don't have to. You can just hit the switch, jump back in the water, and keep going. Like, the game doesn't expect yeah. you. But also, you have, like, you had, I had to wait for conversations to happen where the guards would just talk to each other. And I'm like, come on, come on, hurry up so I can continue on. Because if I go up there now, bad things are going to happen, including my death. <laughs> you can die so easily in this game if you're stupid. Like, that, that it was cool with save states, but terrible if you're playing this legit. Yeah, this was um, where I really started hating the no checkpoint system Uh because I was having problems with the grappling hook section that comes up after you get out of the sewers and I would have to keep going back. And like you said, that conversation between the two guards the first time wasn't that long, maybe 10, 15 seconds, but it seemed like eternity (laughs) the fifth time you had to do it. I'm just like, I'm I'm going to go insane. Yeah, I, I can't imagine playing this game legit. I swear I beat this back in the day, but as I was playing, I'm like second guessing myself. Then there's there's no way I would have had the patience for it, even even back then. <laughs> it's it's always that wow, younger me was a lot better at video games than older <laughs> right. me somehow. Yeah, younger well, younger us didn't have jobs. We had school, but we had more free yeah. time. We're so spoiled by modern game design too. That's a lot of it, I think, too, is that when you play modern games, like if this if this if thirteen would have been you know remade correctly. <laughs> which I still want to play. I mean, you'd have a checkpoint every, like, you know, you go in a different room, checkpoint. Like, they would not, they wouldn't do what this game does because it's an older style of game. It's like, also, I we think... didn't have the luxury of playing so many games. So if you had one game, you're like, yeah, oh, I need to beat it. Yep. Yeah. I think I just this story sewer game. level only had the one checkpoint at the start of the stage because I was all the way at the end doing that platforming like Adam was talking. That's the end of the level. But if you die there, you're all the way back at the beginning. Yeah, that's another thing that this game annoyed me with was safe state wasn't a problem, but I don't like first person shooters with platforming because it doesn't usually work well, especially when you can <laughs> run and you add run and jump mechanics to it. 
Fuck you, Star Wars Dark Forces from over two years ago, but, you know, that game has that too. Oh, playing on PC, everybody knows Shift causes you to sprint. (laughs) Not in here. Shift causes you to walk. (laughs) And so, like, so many times I would get into a firefight and instinctually I would hit Shift, like, to sprint out of there. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, I'll slow down. Okay, (laughs) we'll wander right past them. I'm sure that looks hilarious from the guard's perspective. You, like, gear up to sprint and you just... Stroll and <laughs> stroll a little bit. <laughs> yes, it's a little confusion tactic I learned in the academy. I tried to play this on T on PC, but it doesn't have controller support, and I'm a filthy console player. So, for shooters are better on mouse and keyboard once you get used to them. Unless you're yeah. playing, not playing something from whatever year Star Wars Dark Forces came out, because it used uh, <laughs> did not use WASD as the keys; it used the arrow keys, oh, and there was no mouse. Mm, yeah, that's, that's fun. fun. I'm pretty sure it didn't have mouse. I had to like use keys to aim and do stuff, and it was not a fun. It was it was tough. So, yeah, <laughs> game. good game, but it doesn't play well in you know 2020, it's 2021. Like, I think Lego Island used the arrow keys. <laughs> oh my god, I remember Lego Island. I had that. That game scared me for some reason. Dark Forces is 1995, so yeah, they would have had no idea what they were doing yet. Yeah, Lego Island is a game that lives in my nightmares for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> We're not going there today, but that game is in my nightmares. We'll set up a therapy couch for you. Hey, I'll play it again if you want to. But it won't be <laughs> an regular episode, I can tell you that much. But we'll do it. Uh, no, that's okay. okay. <laughs> if we could get it to run on modern PCs, I would play the bullshit game. But <laughs> just because I want to talk about it. Now that you reminded me of it, that, it, that it existed. <laughs> okay, enough of that. So 13, like the whole spots cam, like I, I know this is like you get to a part with this is what pissed you off is you as you're sneaking around, you're taking people out. And you're hiding the bodies, or in my case, I would just kill them, and I would wait. And if they came to the body, I would just shoot them. Why? Because they would bend down. I just shoot them in the head while they bend down. Look at the body. You think if you saw your friend laying there dead, you'd be like, "Hmm, I should probably call backup." Not Uh, no, I got to get a good look and make sure that this is actually a guard. Maybe he got tired. You know, maybe he ate some, had some food poisoning. He passed out. It's that chili. It's that chili from the chef. That's all. Yeah, I mean, if I if I if I see somebody laying down, I'm not gonna be like, "Hmm, (laughs) something's wrong here." Not in this game. But I still love how like we we talked about it on with like if they call like I, I had a guy once run from me because I killed his friend. I missed him. He ran. He calls the radio alert. He's here. We need and I shot him in the head, but he didn't finish the conversation and it just ended. That was it. The game level kept going. No alert. Nothing. Just done. It's like Metal Gear Solid Three. It's like oh, there's an intruder spotted. Uh, send back up. And if you get him, kill him right before the end of that. The guy's just like, hey, what's going on out there? But they That's, send people though, at least. Yeah, that is true. Nothing All happened. I- no. All I can think about is the scene from Archer where they're on radios and he's like, are you done talking? You didn't say over. And that's all <laughs> I can imagine the guest, well, the guard saying like he didn't say over. So it maybe it was false alarm. Like, yeah. He forgot to say over. He's just sitting there for the rest of the day waiting for him to finish the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, but stupid, but funny. Oh, it's in the spots camp where you have to do a part where you have to put a you get more story. You have to put a um, like receiver on a radio in a, in a tent. I know this is where Mike got messed up. Yeah. So they have a guy standing right outside the tent, but there's also a back door into the tent. Otherwise, you have to shoot the guy in the head and drag his body away. Because when they when when you put the radio on, it triggers NPCs to come out of a door that's right across from that tent, and they'll walk right and they'll see the dead body and yell alert. Yeah, because especially in the stealth sections, I was playing it Leroy Jenkins style, where I would just go and kill everyone first, and then try and figure out what I was doing after that. You can, though, like, as I said, when I mean, and I'm not kidding. When I keep making that joke alert, that's how they sound. Like, look up a, a YouTube video. Someone go, they go, alert. It sounds yep. terrible, but it's so funny. 
I don't even remember what they yelled in the Spanish person. This this became a podcast game for me about the time I couldn't understand what people were saying. Why oh, do you mean you don't speak Spanish? <laughs> I picked up a few words here and there. I took two years in high school a hundred years ago. So Adam, did you get annoyed with the with the in the spot of military base you have to fight another one of those bosses? That that fight was pissing me off. This so most of the boss battles didn't bother me except for one. And it's not even the one that you had a problem with. Okay, I had a problem with all of them, but... Yeah, mine was the helicopter. Okay, I didn't have a problem with that one. Yep. <laughs> At all, I had nothing problem with that one. That's because I hid and I could time it with save states, but that's a little different. Oh, okay, yeah. This one yeah. pissed me off where you fight the military general and he's just unloading on you and it just... It wasn't hard, but it's after you because you blow up the whole place and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was not cool. <laughs> <laughs> the boss fights just were the one that bothered me the most. Like I like the story elements of it, the fact that you're taking out these assassins of this of this secret organization. That was cool, but I did, just didn't like the way that their bullets punches at all. But hey, how many games can say you get to hijack a submarine? Two. <laughs> <laughs> I could be more, but I don't think I ever got this far when I played the game back in the day. But like I rem- I knew it was in this game, so I, like I don't I don't remember how far I got when I played this as when younger, but. I knew there was a submarine in this game. I knew this part was coming up, and I was so excited when you finally got to get on the submarine, even though there were some annoying parts getting to it. But getting the submarine was really damn cool. This this level, I drove me insane, because no matter how like I stealthy I was trying to be, there was always somebody. There was always something that I was doing wrong, and the guards above the grates that could see me, like that, that was their route. They would walk up and down this grate, and even crouching, somehow they would see me. And if they saw me, I couldn't shoot them through the grate. And it caused just instant restarts every time. And I was like, I am getting very upset at this level now. <laughs> okay, I don't blame you. I would have gotten pissed off too. Yeah. But I didn't have that problem because I cheated, but <laughs> I don't blame you. And then the maze of just, all right, I need to go up two, two ladders through this door, around this roundabout, down one ladder. Ugh, this this level <laughs> drove me insane. I didn't have a problem with it to the end when you fight a boss fight and I had I was running out of health and I had to take out a boss with very little health and I was getting real and he has cronies with him, too. Mm-hmm. I got pissed. <laughs> I, got, I, I actually was ready. I actually st- at this point when I, one of the two times I started looking up cheat codes to find a way to cheat this game and it did not work out. <laughs> I try. I found corporate code, but I couldn't get anything to work. Nothing would work. I could not find out how to because you uh, anyone use a dolphin emulator uses what's called gecko code. Normally, you can just download codes, but you couldn't for this game. And I was trying to find it. it was terrible. Could not do it. And I and I did the I did it finally with save states. I was just got good at it. But whew, do bosses take way too much damage in this game? <laughs> terrible. Wow. So I did y'all ever use dual weapons? Only no, a couple I, times. I didn't even know it was a thing until I read it just a little bit ago. It's later in the game. It's not early in the it's only with certain guns too. Okay. Uh, and it. and then Mike, the mini guns are Uzis in this game. Oh. I didn't like the Uzis. Yeah. I didn't well, like I said, I used revolver, crossbow, and machine guns. I I barely used any other any of the other weapons. I think I used the fake M sixteen a lot. Yeah. <laughs> not very good. Is it bad that every time I see an M sixteen I go, Oh, that's an AR thirty three from Goldeneye every single time. <laughs> I know it's not what they're because, you know, Goldeneye had fake gun names, but that's what I see every time I see that type of gun. I see AR-33. That's fair. (sighs) Oh, Goldeneye. I don't know, but you get to blow up a sub, so that was cool. (laughs) By putting a bomb on the propeller. (laughs) (laughs) Underwater, and it destroys a whole sub. Like, I understand it's a game and all that, but this was the part where I'm like, 
how many of these things do I need to plant? Oh no, I have a time limit going down. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and you escape through a torpedo hatch too. <laughs> wow. Sure I saw that. As you said, this is a Bond movie. Jeez. I think they did that in World's Not Enough. And also, this uh, game also did remind me of World's Not Enough because it starts off in a bank. Which World's Not Enough first level in the N64 yeah. game is in a bank. I think uh, Tomorrow Never Dies takes place on a, a sub of some sort. What? I never heard of that movie. I'm sorry. Uh, I've heard only three movies. What are you talking about? That is a great movie. I will defend that movie. <laughs> it's not. It's not a great movie. But yes, it did. He's a giant sub that he uses to kill people and so he can sell more newspapers. Because that's what the villain does in Tomorrow Never Dies. He sells newspapers. And he's mm. going to create a World War Five to sell newspapers. <laughs> and I'm not kidding, except for the World War Five part. <laughs> this... <laughs> <laughs> and then Bond just straight up murders him. <laughs> it's oh a god. I, it's I've fine. never seen this one. Now I kind of want to go watch it. It's, it's okay. It's, 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 not, it's not terrible. It's just it's not as good as GoldenEye, and that's all. But it's okay. It's worth watching. It's a fun one. But yeah, it's a guy about a guy who sells newspapers. I'm gonna keep going. All right, enough of that. Uh, I don't remember the naval base part, which is after this with the sub or the harbor. I don't remember any of that. I just oh no, that's the helicopter part that you were bit, that you had a hard time with. Yep, I was gonna say I remember it. Because you have to, you only can use a rocket launcher to damage it. Even yes. though you have a big ass M60 machine gun that would only make sense to take down a helicopter. And I spent way too much of my bullets going, why is it? All right, maybe I have to hit the propeller. Like, not knowing. So I pull out the rocket launcher, and the helicopter only stays still for like three seconds. And your rocket kind of takes its sweet ass time hitting its target. And so it would always move. And then eventually I had to find like more rockets around the stage. And I thought I was going to run out, but I found a room that was like, Hey, we screwed up on this boss fight. We know you're going to go through a lot of rockets. You know, <laughs> here you go. There's health and everything. But that one took me way too long. It's like every boss fight in binary domain. You know, we screwed up. <laughs> Good game. I will defend that game. Uh, you do that. Go listen to an episode a couple episodes ago. If you want to, hear us argue <laughs> so <laughs> yeah i know we, we played some really bad games this season <laughs> I, I felt bad we were playing it was like oh i did it again to mike oops <laughs> uh yeah because almost i mean i like i said it just i had games that i really wanted to do in the show but never got the opportunity to or last season was all like big hitters because we were trying to like we were trying to fix things and just rebuild the season this is when i went okay what is stuff i really want to play i haven't been able to get to and this came up on the list unfortunately <laughs> same with same with some of the other games like binary domain we, i convinced you to play and <laughs> yeah i regret it too if that makes me any better the rest of the season from this point on with only one one question mark is is pretty solid though legacy kane should be all right though yeah we'll i see. hope i hope <laughs> i hope and pray but okay yeah i do agree i mean the that the helicopter was annoying i just didn't have a hard time with it because i was cheating but i can see why i can be a bitch yeah but other than that um you know Cool. Besides the comic book style, and we mentioned like a few of the the levels, uh, the canyon sub. There's a lot of the same colors going on. It's very like the canyon. It's all orange and black. Of course, the snow levels are completely white, and this level was like all just red bricks. And I got lost so many times because I wouldn't say poor level design, which I mean the canyon it was, but it was because I couldn't see things because all the colors blended in all the time where there is a door hidden behind boxes. And that was the case in this level where you have a key card before you fight this helicopter. And I walked all the way back to the beginning of the level twice. I'm like, where's this door? And it's just behind a 
pallet of boxes. I'm like, I <laughs> just, I'm going to break something. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, there's some dumb stuff like that in this game where I got lost to it. I'm like, what the hell? And I have to like look around and find something stupid I missed. That's just, that's his early P, or, you know, PS2 era. Oh, of course. Which is not my favorite sometimes. I'm, I'm finding out. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're still playing Bouncer one day, though. So, uh-huh. still happening. Except I'm also scared because I have really fond memories of that game. <laughs> so, I'm really scared to go back to it. Adam's just like, good, good. <laughs> Your turn. Exactly. Please get something ruined for you. <laughs> so after you do this whole part that we were complaining about, you go to, like, I think one of my, well, I I really like some of these final levels. Like, you go to a hotel, and the hotel level where you have to, like, sneak around this hotel, take out guards, and I actually had to hide their bodies. I threw all their bodies in a room at one point, and I closed the door, and I had, like, five, four, four to five bodies just laying in this room. Because you go to a certain part, you would go through a door, and if you didn't hide the bodies, a guard would spawn behind where you were and find the body. So I'd go back where the guard spawned after an alert happened. I reloaded my safe. They shot him in the head, threw his body in the room, and continued on. That's what was happening. Okay. Yeah, he spawns in that. He spawns in that back area where you were. If you, if you, they tell you to hide the bodies, but that's why it was happening. Yeah, because I was like, I wasn't hiding the bodies at first. I was like, all right, well, there's only five enemies before I have to go spy on this little conversation. Where, like, are they waking up? Um, <laughs> yeah, bullet bullet wounds are just they just knock him unconscious. Yeah, well, I was hitting them with chairs. Oh, okay, never mind then. But, yeah, no, he spawns and then he finds them. Okay, well that makes sense now. They do that a few times in this game as a guy who saves it. I was able to figure that out when they will spawn enemies behind you to find people you killed. If when you trigger certain events, hmm, that's dumb. Hmm. Yeah, well, they do tell you to hide bodies before it happens. The two times that it happens. Well, yeah, but it doesn't say hide the bodies or else we're gonna cheat you out of it. <laughs> Just say that. <laughs> but I, I, I was a big fan of this hotel. You go in a room and you have to like spy on a guy, these two guys talking. But you have to, if you don't hold the microphone and follow him in the room as he walks around, you if you lose him for three seconds, you just automatic game over. Yep. I was because <laughs> one time I moved my hand to do something and he started walking. I'm like, no, and then boom. Yeah, and if you accidentally unequipped it, it's an automatic fail. <laughs> you can't equip it back enough which I found out twice because I wasn't standing in a really good spot to follow them. You know, I wasn't standing right next to the gigantic open window that they have for you. But, uh, there was like a little bed and I'm like, all right, I'm going to kind of be sneaky just in case they can see me or something. Um, that well, it, uh, I had to restart this level about three, four times. So. <laughs> oh, I also did learn a new thing. I did not know about GameCube games. Playing a, playing a first person shooter with a GameCube controller really sucks. I played this with a old USB game control control I had so I could get the GameCube experience, and that that, that wasn't good. (laughs) Yeah, I can't ever imagine playing a first-person shooter on a GameCube ever again. The C stick moves the you know you know how you're looking. That is not that is not a joystick made to be moved around like that. No, it took a little bit to get used to aiming because I was playing. I usually play on a fake 360 controller, and that worked perfectly. But a fake GameCube controller does not work so good for this type of game. That's why Nintendo made, or they let Retro make Metroid Prime. They're like, yeah, we're not, we're not using this thing for that. That that was one of my one of my things I found out by doing this this game. But oh, there's that whole level when you, and then when you when you do find like the FBI comes and they come after them and you have to go hunt them down throughout the hotel. I was that was great. Like, I actually enjoyed these two bosses. You take out these two guys, even though I was almost dead. I still enjoyed it. Yeah, really cinematic. I didn't realize I had to shoot the glass to activate the first boss. So I'm walking around. I'm like, how do I get down? Oh, giant pane of glass. <laughs> let me, let me, let me guess. That was cool. All right. So yeah, the plane of glass is cool. You just shoot the plane of glass and just drop down. Like I, I, 
I was like, Mwah. I I enjoyed most of this end part of this game. Military base pissed me off a little bit, but we'll get there. But <laughs> the hotel was that was some great level. That was just a, that was just a fun level. And even when you're starting to kind of know more about the story, I think this is around the time, maybe a little bit before that you find out that you're not rolling like you thought you were. You are not 13. You are not the assassin. You are a guy, some other guy named Jacob Fly that did plastic surgery to look like the guy who shot the president and had the tattoos. So you could infiltrate the secret organization because the whole point is you find out some point, maybe this point in the game, they're trying to throw a coup. They're trying to kill the president that they pretty much consider a patsy and replace him. And the military is trying to take over this whole thing all planned. It was weird. It reminded me of events that happened, huh? But it was, I thought it was very interesting how they did that. And especially for, you know, playing this game in 2021, I'm like, ah, okay. Okay. <laughs> History tends to repeat itself. Yes. From a game from night, from a game based on a comic from 1984 made in France, but it, oh, we'll get, we'll get there. But before <laughs> we get into the final couple areas, I think I should give out that steam code. So if you're still listening, I'll give you a little bit of time to go pull out your steam. If I don't stop talking, I'll edit all the space out. So I make sure I do that. So get ready to put that code. And if you're, and again, if you're we're like, oh man, someone else is going to take this code. Last time I did this, nobody took the damn code. It's 13 <laughs> classic steam. So chances are 95% of people listening to this are not even going to bother redeeming the code anyway, because it's fucking 13 classic on steam. So, Which is better than the 13 remake. So if yeah, you want to play 13, you, this is the way to go. When that remake is $5 on Steam, I am buying it because I'm so excited to try it. Because <laughs> dumb AI just makes me want to play a game so bad because I love stupid AI. I love easy games, okay? I, got I was going to say no need for cheat codes is what it sounds like. <laughs> All right. If you're still listening, here is that code real quick. It is G9J42AD. T zero Z X E C E Z. That is your code for 13 classic. And we'll see if this works. If this works, I will do this more and we'll test it in a, in a week or so, a couple a week or so, a couple weeks after this is released. So hopefully you listen to this early, but Hey, you know, someone will hopefully enjoy this. Hopefully someone just redeems it. I'm just like, last time we did this, no one redeemed it. I posted on Facebook. Still no one redeemed it. Yeah. Nobody want to stop here. Nobody. <laughs> All right. And then I so as the game progresses, you end up going to like this mansion where you find out that the group is meeting to talk about overthrowing the government. So you have to go to this giant mansion and this whole first part where you're sneaking around the garden and you're sniping people with a crossbow and you get a crossbow that can now hold three bolts at one time before reloading. I this this weapon will go down one of my favorite gaming games. Yeah, it was so great. Like I I was taking out guard after guard. At one point I climbed up a well. And there's two guys talking. I came up, shot them both in the head really quick before they had a chance to react. And it was just, I was so, I mean, I had to reload a couple times to make it happen, but it was great. <laughs> First try. <sighs> so good. Like it's this, I mean, you missed out on Mike. Mike, you would, I think you would have enjoyed this part sneaking around the, well, you would have been sneaking, but I think you would have enjoyed it. Even though this is the part where they yell alert and they get to a button, the game fails. But like I said, if they run, well, they have to get to the button, they had to run to it somewhere and call on a phone. But if you kill them while they're calling, you're okay. Which is what I did multiple times where he was on, and, and that's right. That's where I got the part where he was in the conversation, having he's here, he's here, and I shot him, and it was over. Nobody, <laughs> met, nobody cared anymore. So, but oh god, and it is so cool. And and then in when when you're running around the estate, there's one point that you start having to fight people wearing pointy white hoods, <laughs> which are part of the people that are throwing the coup. And I just I just started laughing really hard because <laughs> it reminded me of real life events. <laughs> so it was it was great to me. I'm like this is perfect for me like this game like this part was made to make me laugh 2021 yeah something that i did not expect uh while like i me as a kid 
you know, not realizing the importance of these events, I guess, not importance, but what it signifies. And then, you know, 2021 playing it, you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, not to mention the game starts off essentially basing off the Kennedy assassination. Like, that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Start off with that, and you find out that you're not the guy who shot the president, which also makes me laugh because I don't believe Oswald shot Kennedy. I don't. It was a magic That's one conspiracy I'm willing to buy. I, I stay away from most conspiracies. Like, I do not believe lizard people run the world. I don't believe that, okay? But they always go to the mole people. Everybody knows it's the mole people. Which I messed before to carry them in the first issue. So. <laughs> I don't know, but I I, I, I've, I made this joke before. I, or I do believe someone else shot Kennedy. I think Oswald was set up by the Mafia. I think the Mafia is who killed Kennedy, but that's neither here nor there. But the fact that this game had that conspiracy theory with the whole game based on, and you have this thing with the people wearing the Ku Klux Klan hoods trying to throw a coup and working with the military because they don't like the president calling him a patsy and stuff like that, like it really makes me... It, 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 it hits my historical buff thing, especially in 2021. It's just a little ironic. Yeah. That's as far as I'm willing to go with that joke, but fair <laughs> enough. That is fair enough. I want to say more, but I'm like, oh, I should, I'm, I'm just gonna stop there. The estate is fun. It is a really fun part, and then the estate is like blowing up at one point, and you're running around with things like it is great. And shooting Ku Klux Klan member looking guys in the face with a with a crossbow is just great. I was gonna say that's something that never gets old. That was fun. And then you're running around, things are blowing. Oh man, it's I was having so much fun in Willer's estate. Like I didn't want to put the game down. And I was happy that I felt that way for a change. <laughs> I had fun in this game, most in part. It got really angry a couple of times. And throughout this game, you are working with a senator, uh, Sheridan, who is the brother of the guy who was killed, who's going to run for president again, which is what is kind of a Kennedy type thing, because Robert Kennedy was going to run for office to be president after his brother died, but didn't get to because he got shot. So I kept thinking they were going to kill the other Sheridan brother that you're helping to throughout this game. Spoiler alert, they do not because it goes a different way. Yep. But that that's not, I mean, those are the conclusions I was drawing that they were taking from history, which also makes sense because it would have been the 80s, so only like 20 years after Kennedy was shot. So it's more in the memory than it is at this point. Plus, it's France, which is odd, too. So because everything in this, everything, most things in this game are from the French comic that I'm reading right now, which is really good, by the way. I cannot wait to actually pick that up. I'm late. You, you something. Help you. Yeah. It's I was going to say, yeah, saw that. Okay. So thank you. You're welcome. So it's it's cool. And then you go to a, you go. So you find out that the military is going to do this operation called Total Red. So you get the senator to take you to a military base. You say that you're oh, I'm he, he's my escort. He's one of my bodyguards. And this is a huge stealth part where at first you're just walking with the senator. But things happen. You have to start getting chairs and knocking out guards because you can't kill anybody because they're just, you know, they're, you don't want to kill these in, you know military guards that are doing their job or soldiers. I should say not military guards. What do you think of this part, Adam? So this is unfortunately where I had to put the game down. Oh, yeah. Um, time restraints. Oh, yeah. That, that's what happens when you join the podcast to do the episode on a fr- on Friday. <laughs> but I did as much as I could. So this is sadly. Good. Yeah, I wasn't too far away. You know, I had you a few further than I did. <laughs> but I, I remember the ending only because I looked it up and watched it before this. So when oh. we get to that part, I'll be ready. Okay. I'll, I'll talk about the base real quick. So the base is super cool. Like, I I really, really enjoyed it. I did get pissed off and I had to fight another one of the numbers because you find out that the military generals, some of them are part of the secret organization with the numbers. You have to fight a boss fight in a room. And it's it's a, it took me multiple save states of trying different things in order to get it to work because you're in a big room. You don't have a lot of cover. And he just relentlessly just beat the shit out of you if you're not if you don't do it right. It, it was really tough. Yeah, it made me want to quit the game again. 
This is the second of three times where I looked up how to do cheat code and failed again and said, why am I playing this shitty game? <laughs> and it, it upset me because I had some of the greatest moments I've had in, a, in yeah, this whole season where I was stealthing, stealthing, kill people with a cross while having so much fun. And I get these boss fights. I'm just like, why did you do this? Like, this game was fun. Like, why put in these boss fights to make me not want to play a game? And it really upset me that they did that. I mean, again, it's 2003, so I'm not surprised, but it upset me a lot because it takes a really good game and makes it really annoyingly and stupid because you put in a difficulty spike that didn't need to be there. And as you as you go through this whole part, you kill him. You're trying to stop this total red. You have a time limit part where you have to rush through a section and then blow up these different computers to stop the nukes from going off, essentially. They're trying to cause a big crisis so they can take over, which is how you take over in a coop, by the way. If history's taught us anything, you have to cause a crisis and then solve the crisis that you create and make it look like the other guy can't do it as you kill everyone in charge. That's what history's done, by the way. I've watched, uh, for some reason, I was watching a bunch of things about coup after November of la- in 2020. For some reason, I was like, hmm, so what happened? So there are a lot of things on Netflix about coup. It's really weird. It's almost as if somebody was saying the election, they lo- they won the election when they actually lost. So strange. All that stuff kept coming on Netflix. They really did, though. Netflix had a ton of things about how, to, how a coup started, how a coup would stop, all sorts of stuff like that. It's really strange that they did that. Yeah, it's almost as if they... they, they they knew this episode was coming up. That's all. <laughs> yes, they did it for me. So, so I mean, I, I'm a big fan of this military base part and running around until the end when you had, I had one, a boss fight that made me again for the third time, the final boss fight, want to quit the game again and look up cheat codes again because I couldn't do it. So I'm going to describe it. So as, as the game's progressing, you're, you're the guy is hunting you called the Mongo, which is an old bald man. Really ugly, by the way, if you see how they drew him. And Hunting you throughout the game. So at the end of the game, you get into this room with a bunch of nukes that are, or a bunch of rockets that are going to be launched, and you have to fight him. And as you're fighting him, you're in this, you know, you can hide behind these rockets, big rockets, and he comes from either side to shoot you. And I tried multiple times, even Travis Safety could not do it. I watched a video, you have to shoot the rockets that shoot out gas, and you have to shoot one side so he'll go the other way, shoot the other way, then shoot the right side you shot in the first place so he'll run into it, start coughing, then you can shoot him. You have to repeat this process over and over and over again. Not to mention he can, he can murder you in seconds if he gets a hold of you. I tested that theory, too. It's second. Yeah, it's one of those things where I'm like, did this really need to be this way? And the answer is no. No, it didn't. I mean, final boss. It needs to be a little tough, but yeah. not. I, I understand what you're saying. They know it's tough because throughout midway through the fight, you get them halfway down. They start throwing dead bodies down there for you to give you health kits. Because the other people are that are with you in this game are off fighting people and killing people, and they and they have a whole thing where they show a guy come falling down. You can go grab his med kit, and then they have they keep doing it throughout the fight because they know they're like, yeah, this sucks. We're sorry. Here's have some more health kits. I would think I was very very angry because I also <laughs> very careful with my health kit throughout the entire game. Even though when you start different missions, they take away all your equipment, which pissed me off. But yeah, I was still very careful with them because some missions connect. If if you're not like doing something different, they all connect until you meet with your team and move on again. Like your health doesn't refill completely or anything like that. Yeah, and checkpoints will save your health or whatever it was at the time, too. You completely fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, I don't like when games let you do that. It's like, I got to a checkpoint. Give me full health. Like a normal game in today's day, like today would just give you full health, let you keep going. But back in 2003, no, no, no. He he got the checkpoint with 10 health. He gets 10 health, continue the game with, because fuck it. Yep. <sighs> and then after you do the military base, you stop the explosion. You stop the, the coup from happening. And they arrest some of the people. And then you're, it, it, I think it takes place like a few months later or something where you're on a yacht with the senator. I think he just got elected, the senator that you were helping. Kennedy's brother, we're going to say. Essentially who it is. And you still don't know who number one is. You never found out who number one was because they always hide his identity. Even though he's in the game a couple times, you see him at the at the estate with the Ku Klux Klan members, I'm going to call him. 
you see him here and there, but it's always disguised. You never know who he is. And as you're on this boat, you hear some talking happening where Sheridan or yeah, Sheridan's the character name. I've been calling him JFK's brother. And he starts yelling at somebody. And it's a little odd. You go down the stairs and you go in a room and you find some notes. You pick up the notes. You find out that the guy that you've been working with, the senator you've been working through most of this game is actually spoiler alert number one. And then the game ends. It says to, he walks in the room and says, me all along. And it says, to be continued on the screen. And I went, fuck you, game. That's what happened. That's what I said. I said, fuck you. And we never got 14. Oh, there is actually. Yeah, we're never going to either. <laughs> Which would be the natural progression. That's why I'm reading the comic. Because the comic actually continues on the story. Because this is actually, I think, only the first. This game only takes place during the first, like, five or six issues, I think. Yeah, it's only the five. It's only up to issue six. Huh. Is that what this game is? Like, they are big comic books, by the way, too. Nice. Yeah, they are small. In one of our previous episodes on Talk Games and Chew Bubblegum, um, games that need sequels, this was on here, and for this reason, that that to be continued. And while at the time, the game didn't get good reviews, it got mediocre to average reviews. Um, it's been years, and instead of, you know, Ubisoft releasing another Assassin's Creed, just give us something just let us give us a, a five minute dlc that just explains what happens you know don't make me watch a tv show <laughs> that only had two seasons you know i'm gonna read the comics because it's what it's based off of so it has to be awesome but there's years 24 years later we are still waiting for the sequel to 13 and yeah. i've been being based off a comic from the 80s, I don't know if there's some kind of licensing garbage mixed up on all that. Probably, and it's a French comic. But I also think the comic is like, it, it ended and then it came back and they finished it later on, I think, too. Like, I mean, I mean, like it ended like in 2010, I think the last issue was written or something. Wow. So I don't know. I mean, I started reading it yesterday for then I read the first two issues because the first issue is like 80 pages. Jeez. Yeah, it was good 80 pages. Like I sat there and read the whole thing in like one sitting. I don't do that. It was really good. It's Jesus. a good comic. Awesome. I actually really want to talk about it on, on a certain podcast, maybe. But we'll see. <laughs> but I, it, it's definitely worth. And and this whole reason I picked it up, because I was so upset of how this game ended. I didn't have an ending. I'm like, I went through all this shit. I beat this game. And you just tell me to be continued. And it's, two, and it's 2021. They came out 2003. Like, he, like Adam was saying, like, there is no to be continued. Just tell me. <laughs> you never got your sequel, Dan. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> and... It, it, and I sat and watched the credits too. Just fireworks going off, maybe like a little extra, like just two second event that kind of goes in further. But no, it, it's nothing. Credits. Oh, and two things that I should mention that I, that I should mention at the top of this episode. I forgot. Uh, one, the reason he has the the white hair on the side of his head that's very iconic is because that's what the bullet hit him. It's not explained in this game, but it's explained in the comic. Oh. I, I like stuff like that. Another thing is when he gets amnesia because he's on a boat trying to kill number one, which is Sheridan, and he saw number one, but then he got shot in the head and lost his memory. So he knew who number one. So number one knew who he was the entire time, knew he was the guy that tried to kill him, and knew that he forgotten that he knew who he was. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. <sighs> yeah. Yes, it does. I'm oh, sorry. You were saying, Adam, before I had to throw that in? No, that's just awesome. Oh. It, it, yeah, so that, that's I, how I'm glad did. you said it. It's all in the comic, and the comic actually kind of like the first issue does have some of the intro, like in this game, like the beach house. It's a little different. He doesn't just wake up, it's, but they do have all the moment like FBI. There's all that stuff is in the comic too. Like they took it right from the comic, pretty good so far, at least in the beginning what I've read. So they piece together more information, but it's cool. Like the bank, all that is in the comic, and a bunch of really stupid cops. 
like I'm really crooked cops too in the comics. <laughs> but it's France, they don't like you know authority sometimes. They know what to do. Well, they know what to do when authority gets corrupted. They get the guillotines out. Uh, you know, I never read a French comic before, so I'm enjoying it. Okay. I, I don't think I have, but I'm ready. Yeah, it's not in French, thank God, because I can't read French. But <laughs> so, and that that talks that that goes in more about like I didn't realize how that one woman you rescue and that he goes to the cabin to meet was supposed to be his Roland's wife or something, and I didn't. That's all in the comic. It wasn't in the game per se, but so. All right. Any last things to say about the game before we go on to questions, comments, or memories? The game? No. We should probably talk about the TV series that none of us knew existed. (laughs) (laughs) In 2008, there was a miniseries called 13 The Conspiracy that Val Kimmer was in, so it's not a tiny thing. I mean, I guess he wasn't a huge star at that point, but... Still not a huge star. Yeah, he's on... He's, like, front and center on the the cover. I think he's... I think he plays the Mongoose... I lost the place on he's an old, TV. He could be an old guy. Okay, I'll buy it. And then uh, 2011, there was a TV series that ran for 26 episodes over two seasons, just called 13. In what country? Canada. <laughs> you know, it's too bad I don't sail the seven seas anymore. I would look this up it's, uh, because I, I could go for it. It's on some site I've never heard of called cwseed.com. It looks that, like that sounds so safe. Yeah. You had uh, seeds, something usually doesn't mean you're going to the place you want to be going to online. It looks like it has all 20, whatever, 26 episodes on it, so. I might have to look (laughs) this up, because I I really want to watch this now. Can't imagine. It's good, (laughs) but. I really like this. I mean, besides, like, I really like the story of this game. Besides shitty parts, it has some really good moments. Well, there's a movie, too. Yeah, movie wouldn't do this justice, though. It looks like it's a three-hour movie. Came out in 2008 called 13 The Conspiracy. Yeah, that's the, the miniseries I was talking about. Oh. Oh. Well, I just did a little YouTube thing. <laughs> and there's a three hour 13 The Conspiracy 2008 on there. Hey, maybe it's a podcast. That somebody did. <laughs> yeah, it looks was... like it was split across uh, between two parts. Hmm. Man. So, Mike, you'd be interested in watching a movie together with me here. Coming up. Ooh, that's, uh... We're already watching a three-hour movie coming up. We don't need to add another one to it. <laughs> so if anybody's curious, there is 13 The Conspiracy 2008 is on YouTube. Like Adam said, you just Google it, 13 The Conspiracy, and you will find it. Yeah, apparently that exists. Who knew? And it's actually really good quality. And it's in English, too. Well, I, I was checking. Out, the I wonder if it's going to be in English or French or something else, but nope, it's on English. Yeah, because the two episode titles are both in French. So I was like, uh... and it looks like the, the show is also in English. Okay, I'm 100% going to watch this later. All right. I'm really happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, like I shouldn't be. All right. I'm going to read. We got a lot, a lot of comments. We got as many comments for this, ep- as, for this episode as this game has an actual ending that has a conclusion to it. None. None. <laughs> you got none? I don't got like two, but still. <laughs> I like, so from the Old Blood group, I got nothing. And from the Laser Time group, I got from Jack Rodriguez Dogerty, David Ducani. Nothing further. Uh, I got a guy posting a gif of a of a of a tumbleweed. Nice. <laughs> from Mark Mark Chessy. Love the plot and twist. Even love the multiplayer with various modes, but his lack of split screen when online multiplayer dragged down what could have had. Oh, okay, that would have been sad. I'm split screen. I would have loved split screen. I got yeah. bots according to Adam, so that's really all you need. <laughs> that's what made Perfect Dark so great. Four player co op team with bots. Uh-huh. I play it all the time. Or two player with bots. And then from Shannon Norman, loved this game, was excited to play it online with a PS2, and was immediately destroyed by leg and people who are much too overpowered. 
Sounds Welcome about PS2 the... online era. Yeah. Actually, the only reason I even know PS2 had online is because Final Fantasy XI was on PS2. There's the Metal Gear online that I think I tried to play once. I played SOCOM and EverQuest. SOCOM, wow. That's bringing back some old memories of a game that <laughs> that will not be on the show. <laughs> Don't do that. And from the Giant Bomb group, from Nicholas Petit, go read the excellent series of graphic novels. Game covers the first five volumes out of 20. Well, there's 23 issues, and it's the first five volumes for five issues. But thank you, Nicholas. Because of you, I'm reading the comic, because I didn't know it existed until your comment. Nice. And from Adonis Table, when does the remaster come out? <laughs> I don't know if he's joking or if he was being serious. But it came out last year, and it sucks, yeah. apparently. But the I... developers apologized and said that COVID really screwed up the development process. But here's... All right. You can only use that excuse so many times. Uh-huh. And if it's a game that we weren't really expecting, just take your time with it. Yep. But there we go. <laughs> just, I'm just going to say that. I would much rather wait and wait for a good game that's polished and, and not buggy than, hey, you said this game was coming out today. Why is it not out? You're lying. Well, my whole thing is just, well, I mean, I don't care because I don't, I play games so late in life anyway. So I'm like, take your sweet time. I'll play the game in four years. I don't care. Yeah. Which is unfortunately very, very true for me. I don't get the games. I don't, I do a podcast. I don't have time to play new games. I'm too busy playing old games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. And about, yeah. So I got a couple questions. I mean, I wasn't, I, I knew this game wasn't going to, like, this episode is not going to probably do great for us. I mean, people, Freaking 13. I just, I had to always finish this game, and now I can finally say I played it, I beat it, I finished it. I'm so happy that I did. And this set is done. Now, let's go to Shelfer Box, because we should. And since I already kind of almost said what I was going to say, <laughs> I'll, I'll go first since I already started talking. This is a tough one, because I was going to put this game on the shelf for the longest time, and I was kind of tossed, because I story was grabbing me, the gameplay was mostly fun when I didn't have to, you know, get into a boss fight, but those boss fights and this amount of damage you take in this game makes me put this game in the box because I'm not going to recommend this to people because unless you're playing with save states, you're not going to enjoy it in 2021. You're not going to be like, man, this was great. You're going to hate it in 2021 because you're used (laughs) to better design games and I don't want to play it again. I'm glad I played it. I'm glad I finished it. And I'd never want to see this game again in my life in, in, in a system that I, with a controller in my hand. So going in the box, but I'm glad we played it. <laughs> How about you, Adam? Wait, do, I we know. Still have the, do we still have the stack option? Oh, yeah, yes! Is... I'll stack or box, but yeah, okay. it's still there. I just um, forgot. Yeah, no, of course, I was just making sure. I'm going to say stack. And the reason I'm going to say stack is because I play it through it again. I didn't do my normal thing where I tend to hate a game that I play on the show that I used to like. <laughs> um, I still enjoyed it. It does the cell shading comic book feels so well. And like, like you said, my, the three panels, every time you get a headshot with the crossbow, it never gets old. Even years later, it's still intriguing. It's still fun. It makes me smile. I think I would recommend playing it on PC. Like I did where if you've been playing PC shooter games, it, the fights won't feel as difficult as I see, but maybe sometimes the controls might get a little weird. Plus, if you're interested, it's not like you can't play it for free if you claim that code earlier. <laughs> and even Good if point. you happen, and even if you happen not to get the code, um, I think it was five or six dollars on Steam. It goes um, on sale all the time, too. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's a really good price for a game that has a great story, even though it's not finished. Um, and you get to just have fun and and the bot mode alone for multiplayer. I know I'm going to go back and kill more time in that just because it's fun to so stack. Okay. 
So, Mike, you're the one that has to be a tiebreaker. <laughs> put this in the shelf. <laughs> oh, gee, let's see. Um, Adam's right. Like, I will definitely give it. It is a good-looking game, especially for early 2000s. Like, if you don't look directly at character models, it's a very good-looking game. The art styles age pretty well. But you could have just a delicious-looking cake, and it can still taste like dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what this game is for all those mm. reasons that Mike just listed. Like, it looks great. It plays like ass. It just isn't optimized as well as it could have been. So it is going in the deepest of boxes. Ooh. Okay. That's not what I still I hate. And I still hate young Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry. Young Mike will make you play Soul Blazer next, next season, but I tried it. It's still good. So. <laughs> well, that's good. Robotech Invasion. Uh, I, if we play that next season, we probably will. My condolences. Uh-huh. Any worse than <laughs> battle cry. I hear excitement just exuding from you. <laughs> well, the reason we're going to play it is because the only reason we're going to play it is because I can get a developer on the show with that game. Oh, well, then, so yeah, absolutely. I can't say no to that, even though Mike will cry, and I will probably cry too with him because I'm sure it won't be fun. <laughs> That's not going to stop me from bad-mouthing it if it's just like the last one was. <laughs> like, hey, here's why your game is bad. It's okay. It was 2004. <laughs> it's okay. So... I think that about wraps up this episode. Uh, Adam, since you're our guest, you want to say where people can... Well, actually, we should enter what the hell we're going to talk about next week. My God. You're yeah. all over the place. I know. I'm having, I'm having, I'm having amnesia. It's amnesia, it's the amnesia. <laughs> Took over the... I became 13. Except I can't... If someone tried to pull a gun on me, I'm not going to be able to do any fancy maneuver to take the gun out of their hand. I'm just going to be like, what? Just grab a chair. <laughs> <laughs> just grab a chair and go, huh? And just go, okay, just stand there and wait for me. All right, boom. Next week, we are playing of choice that if you write it on paper, you would swear it was Mike's. But we are playing my choice, Star Wars: The Force Unleashed. Yeah, I, I don't understand why you picked this. I'm happy you picked this. Like I'm really happy, but I don't understand. We're As playing the Engage version, right? We can. It's not Engage. Huh? It was on Engage. You could track down an Engage. Feel free to play that version. But good luck finding Engage. We are two for two recordings this weekend of mentioning the Engage. Nice. <laughs> the the Force Unleashed. The Force Unleashed has one of the best achievements ever in the game so um oh. yeah there it's called um worst daytime manager ever <laughs> so if you've never seen the youtube series it's awesome but they give uh a little i think it's wait you start out as vader in this one right the first yeah. level you yeah okay then it's this one yeah if you kill like 10 stormtroopers or something in the first while playing as him you get uh the achievement called worst daytime manager ever that's amazing <laughs> yeah you can buy an engage by the way for 90 dollars on uh, I'll just go to Taco Bell if I want a taco. Or $355 or $359 somebody's selling Engage. With a bunch of system with a bunch of games and stuff. Rare gaming bundle, he says. Yeah, hmm. well. It's rare because no one wants it. <laughs> I, there are mobile games I want to play that came out that I I can't, that in time I will put on the show when I can get a hold of them in other ways. Yeah, when are we doing our top ten Engage I mean, <laughs> the Engage episode? If you can find me a way to emulate it, I will we can do it. <laughs> I mean, you, yeah, I'll do it with you. You know that. All right. Uh, Adam, will you give a shout out to your podcast again where people can find you at? Talk Games Chew Bubblegum. Uh, hopefully, it'll be on Stitcher soon so I can just <laughs> knock that out before, was b- 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 before, before, before that gets said. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't going to get said because I forgot. <laughs> I like everything else is up, so I can't remember. Depending on when this episode comes out, we're, we are doing March Madness Madness. And if it's already past that, go back and take a look at where we play some sports games that aren't really sports games. So they're fun. Exactly. <laughs> this comes out next, next Sunday from the yeah, time. So yeah. Yeah. Then check out March Madness Madness going on at talk James to bubblegum. 
Right. And if you enjoyed this episode, which I, I hope you did, if you're still listening, if you haven't forgotten that we exist after listening to us talk about this game, uh, please go check out our other episodes. We do tons of games, comics, and movies. We are going through the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now. And I should have just released Civil War not too long ago by the time you're hearing this, finally. And Chris Hughes is happy somewhere, wherever he is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so definitely go check that out. I have no other game to reference this with. Like, oh, if you like this, yeah, I got nothing. Because it's just Metal Gear Solid 3 was back in January. That's spy-ish. Okay. I'll, I'll take that. Okay. Go listen to Metal Gear Solid 3. I don't know what number it was, but it's not that long ago. So you yeah, can go for it. Yeah, and please go give us. You want to give a shout out to our awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Bobby, aka Mike Shoney from ZP Bite the Bullet. Song is a cool kid squad. Definitely go check him out. You'll see a link in the show notes for his YouTube channel. You will see a link in the show notes to talk games, shoot bubblegum. I will set it backwards for some reason. I don't know why. So definitely go check those out. And if you enjoyed our show, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Please follow me on YouTube because apparently I can't get a custom URL even though I have 100 subscribers. So I need more. I don't know what the hell. But please go follow me on there. I post all the, cha- all the episodes. Usually a couple days after they go live, because I sometimes forget to do it. But yeah, so definitely go check those out. And we will see you guys all next week with a good game for a change. <laughs> four good games coming up in the next the next month that I'm excited to play and talk about. God, that's strange for games. My mom won't have good games on a, on a show yeah. for weeks in a row. Rest of the season is <laughs> pretty solid. Yeah. All right. We will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye bye.